Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Happy Tuesday. Thank you very much for making us a part of it. We greatly appreciate it. Gordon, how are you doing over there today? I am doing just fine. How are you, Jake? I'm fine. What's new? Uh, What's new? Let's see. Um, Writing a lot today. Nothing I want to talk about. Well, yeah. Talk, we can, we're going to talk about what you wrote about today. Oh, yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, you said oh, nothing you want to talk about? Like there, there's something in your personal life that that you don't want to cover on today's show? Because that just makes us want to hear about it. <laughs> uh, no, it's just a little thing, but uh, uh, yeah. Just a little thing? Just a little thing. Just a little thing? Just a little, little thing. That's like all. what? Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I'll See, you, but I I'll, think you. I'll tell you off the air, and then you can you can decide whether that's something I should bring up. It's it's nothing, you know. It's not it's not that big a deal. It's just a little thing. Does it have something to do with uh, with Austin? No. Well, that's a first. Does it have something to do with Cragthorpe? No. Joe? No. 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 Nothing like that. Uh, does it have to do with uh, with you? And maybe. A, a nomination? Oh no! No, come on! Uh, I, I mean, no. um, it's got because... nothing to do with anything like that. It's got to do with uh, something that my wife and I were discussing something last night, and uh, and both of us were of one mind on it. But uh, we, it was, it was just something that that uh, I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. It's not that big. It's no big deal or anything like that. You know. You're going to have more children. <laughs> we finally made it into the will, Jake. Okay. <laughs> you know, I said, honey, I've been thinking about Austin and Jake an awful lot. And, you know, I'm getting up there in years. So let's take care of them. Let's make sure they're well taken care of. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That wow. I'm doing what I can. That's nice of you. And she said, no way. Of course she did. No, no, she I likes don't. you guys. I don't blame her, though. Uh, but yeah, you were—you uh, have been nominated for the Utah Sports Writer of the Year, Gordon. How about that? How about uh, that news? This is something that y- you've talked a lot about over the years. I don't—I don't care about that. No, no, no. There's a few awards I care about. I don't care about that one. Uh, now, PK did because David James is up for the Utah Broadcaster of the Year. So, <laughs> as is Scotty, absolutely, as Scotty, is Scotty. Who else? Uh, I'd have to look. Who? Uh, 
Anyway, we'll, Me? we'll look into it. But Austin? Scotty and DJ, which is really, which is really cool. I'm happy for those guys. But those guys haven't had the, you know, the attitude about it that that you have. And uh, so PK, you could imagine that that was a topic on this morning's DJ and and PK show. That that he is, <laughs> you know. Well, you came up too. I did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, Austin, do we have we have tape of that? All right. Screw awards. I don't want no freaking awards. That's what last Chris, thing I want is make me what Chris be Middleton fat and me. happy. <laughs> I want to come to work every day believing nobody believes in me. It's worked for you so far. Why yes. did you change it? I don't want no freaking. Your TV guys want to be loved. I want to be hated. If I was Bronson, I would today go on at three o'clock and say I reject. My nomination. Well, I'm not going to... Well, it's 306. Uh, okay, look. So. I, I, I just don't care about that award. That's all. And I was told that that award is voted on by various people around that, you know, I mean, it's... It, uh, I, I just, reject my nomination. I, uh, here's here's the, the, part of my bias in that is that I that's what I heard from somebody that I trusted, and so I uh, assume that it's true. But I remember back in the day when when Bowler was just killing it. You know, he was on CBS and he was doing all this stuff. He he was like the lead guy in this market. I think he won it once. And then our good buddy, may he rest in peace, Chris Tunis, won it like eight straight years or something like that. And I'm going, wait a second. Something's wrong with this. So I, I haven't paid much attention to that particular award. And I don't, uh, I, I don't really... I'm not into awards. That's, I mean, I, I've gotten some, but I don't, uh, that's not why I do this. And I do it just, why do I do it? I don't know. But that's that an does, existential question. That, why do I do it? Why do you do it? But that, that doesn't sound like you're declining the nomination. I reject my nomination. That, oh, I, I don't have a problem with being nominated, but I just don't care. Mm. I, I don't care. No, no. No. Don't care enough to. I don't re- care enough you, you to accept or di- or no, reject. Or to reject. Okay, so you're just gonna just gonna leave it be, and then if yeah. you if you just happen to win, and put it in a trophy case know, and it, move mm-hmm, on. You know, mm-hmm. is there room in there still? There ain't a whole lot of room, but there's a little. But we don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> Look, I, <laughs> this is the thing about awards. I bought a I, case I, for I, him, but I, I don't I care. I was thinking about this. I don't have a case. But I, I was thinking about this. Uh, I have a stack of various certificates and stuff through the years that's in a pile mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. office. And my wife said, well, why don't you put those up? And I said, mean, on the wall? And she said, yeah, in your office. So she put a few of them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I there's still some there that I don't. I just You're you just know. swimming in the market. No, I just I mean, don't. You know, it, it would be one thing if, if that's why you do it and you need a big old pat in the back and mm-hmm. to make yourself mm-hmm. feel good about then then good. I got a letter from Casey Case discussing something <laughs> I had written, said I'm a fan, and I really enjoyed this. It was really, really good. Uh, well, you know, that was germane to the subject we were talking about that day, but it's not I, I have that letter. Somewhere, I think it's in a filing cabinet somewhere, but I don't, I don't, I don't nail it up on the wall. <laughs> I swear my life on that. That's a so, true story. That it said that he's a fan of yours. Yeah, it was a fan letter. He wrote me this whole thing, handwritten thing. It, it goes on and on about. 
I don't I haven't looked at it since he wrote it, which was probably in 19 uh, when would that have been? Ought 6. <laughs> Back in the horse and buggy days. Um so you're rejecting PK's call for a rejection. I of the I, I neither reject nor accept. I I, I don't I You're don't a care. conscientious objector? I just don't care. Hmm. I don't care enough to reject. I, I just Whatever. So, so if you win, do they have some sort of sort of like banquet or something? Uh they, they, I think they have some back. Uh, in, well, when, when the first time I got that particular award, they had some banquet back in North Carolina or something, somewhere I didn't go. Uh, but uh, they give you this trophy, and you know, there are guys out there who have won three or four or five of them, and they have them, I'm sure, put somewhere. I don't know, in a closet or something. Hmm. What am I supposed? What do you, what do you want from nothing, me? Nothing. Nothing. I didn't. It was PK. It was. I reject my nomination. I just wanted to see how you would react to that. I, I well, it's a it's a thought. I had never really thought about rejecting it. I just don't care about it. There are a couple of awards that I was honored to get because it came from people at organization I really respect, uh, but but I don't. Uh, I, I don't make an issue of these sorts of things. Hmm. I see. Do you not respect this organization? I don't know anything about it. Uh. I, I was told that somebody at the Tribune once got tired of people at the Deseret News winning it, and so he bought a bunch of memberships, and then they, they suddenly the Tribune guy was winning. It, whatever. I Again, I, I mean, don't— are you, are you implying that Scotty's nominated because some Aggies out there are— Buying memberships? Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I really don't. Mm. Uh, but because I know Austin and I aren't aren't buying memberships, and Scotty is. I'm rejecting nominated. the memberships. Actually, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, good, good. I mean, look, life is short enough that people should accept whatever makes them feel good. You know, if it makes them feel good about what they're doing, then then good. If it doesn't, then don't worry about it. And that's just not something that I— Seems a little flustered. He does seem a tad flustered. No, I'm just explaining myself. I know, okay. Flustered? Why would I be flustered? I don't know. You're turning red a little bit. <laughs> I'm not turning red. I'm no more red a, than I Your ears know. are a little red. A little yeah. tomato hue <laughs> to what you got going on you right now. You guys are so full of crap. You accuse me of lying, and you guys lie about me every single day. Am I getting defensive? A little bit. <laughs> I thought you didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I care about you guys. I don't care about this other stuff. All right. We have a lot to do today. I uh, want to uh, say a big thank you to the Big Show title sponsor, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card. That's 0% on everything from groceries to giveaways. For details, visit macu.com or call one 800 748 4302. Uh, we will talk a lot of college football. Uh, the college football playoff rankings should come out during the five o'clock hour. We'll keep people up to date on that. You know, those are always, if you want, listen to uh, or read the the, the teleconference uh, th- thing that. Uh, Thingamajig. Yeah, Rob Mullins says. It's, it's just so convoluted and crazy because they have to cover their tracks, you know. Cover their tracks. Yeah. 
They have to. He he. They trot him out there in front of everybody so that he can defend what stupid thing the committee has done lately. Cover his tracks. That makes him makes him sound like what did he rob a liquor store or something? I mean, <laughs> cover his tracks. You mean it's, justify their opinion? That so means the same thing. Does it? Yeah. Okay. So it's it's but it is high entertainment. While this loss is less damaging than that loss, give me a freaking break. When did that become important in sports? Well, it's been important in college football for well, a while now. Because, and college football sucks because of it. Does it really yes. suck? Because it sucks. Of it. That part it of it okay. absolutely sucks. Uh, okay. I know you're anti-playoff, but that, that that's just. That's just a joke. Okay, Gordon. Let's settle down Look, for a uh, second. Okay, I'll say what I said before. I, I love opinion. I think opinion is terrific. You and I make a living by expressing our opinion. It should not either present or prevent teams from getting opportunities. Hmm. And that's all that is. It's 13 people who get together and say, oh, gosh, I, you know, I, I'm going this way. <laughs> oh, come on. And then, then a team like Utah or a team like Alabama or Georgia or whoever it is, Oklahoma, gets shut out because someone's opinion decided that, oh, they have the same record, but, yeah, I didn't like that loss, so I'm going to penalize them. It's a joke. The whole thing is a joke. Uh, Jake, I know you, you like it for some reason. I reject my nomination. <laughs> Say it! We'll get into that uh, coming up a little bit uh, later on. We all know Gordon's opinion. It's, it, am I, I'm not, I, bet, I bet if we put this up to our listeners, they would side with me on this one. Because you're going to sit over there and defend the 14 Well, playoff. yeah. Oh, I mean, just the way in, you used in to the present circumstance the, 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 where Utah's <laughs> trying to get into, well, okay, well, you're going to go out on that limb, well, huh? I mean, Congratulations. Then, I think people feel that way, whether Utah were 10-1 right now or 1-10. So we'll talk uh, jazz basketball as well. Tough loss last night to Milwaukee in a really fun game. Uh, it, was a, it was a fun game to watch. A lot of exciting stuff happened, even though the Jazz came away with a loss. Uh, Mike Conley is I got, going— I got a couple of negative things to say about that because everyone's all jumping up and down saying, oh, this is these are good takeaways from this. There are a couple absolute just, oh. just bothersome things. So you obviously want to dive right into it as opposed to, you know, no, set up the— No, I'm just—I'm setting it up by not—I'm not saying what they are. Well, I guess, Austin, we we— Better get into the split story of the day. You guys are getting me in a bad mood. <laughs> two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. Bradley swats it to the corner and O'Neill picks it up. Here comes the run. Conley leaves it behind. Tony Bradley slam dunk. You run, big guy. I will feed you. Bogdanovich steals the outlet, catches, shoots, scores from three. Wow. Giannis, rise and fire in transition. Three is good. That's Tecmo Bowl. Bo Jackson broken right there, boys and girls. When Giannis starts doing that, we go home. 10-0 run. Moutier in the corner. Takes a dribble. Fires. Hits. 12 points. 5 rebounds. 5 assists. Is tied it at 102. Rebound. Battle. DiVincenzo inside. 3 Jazz players. Scores. 150 to play. Giannis with his second highest scoring game of his career. Giannis on a curl. Into the lane. Big step. Lays it up. Misses. Gets his own rebound and dunks. Incredible. Just 
overpoweringly great. Bledsoe for a long mid-range jumper. No good. Bogdanovich rebounds. Timeout. No, Jazz don't call it. Can they get a replay of the other night? Down by two. Donovan, in and out dribble. Reaches back. 12 seconds left. Quinn calls for Bogdanovich to come to him. He gets Bledsoe to him. Donovan driving to the window. Block. Rebound. Block. Jazz fall last night in Milwaukee, Gordon, uh, one twenty-two to one eighteen, and you're pretty ticked off about it. Well, I mean, everyone's being all sweet-faced about this. Oh, it is the box, and it's on the road, and uh, the Greek freak goes off the way he did. That's not why the Jazz lost this game. Well, you left out a pretty big and what. Rudy didn't play. Yeah, but still, I mean that's a that's a big deal. No, 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 no. Well, I mean it is. It is. It's related to one of my complaints, and I have two. How dare your ankle be hurt, Rudy? <laughs> no, how Ru- dare no. you, sir? Rudy, take all the time you need because you need to get all healed up and ready to go. But the Jazz, absolutely. Well, first they had twice as many turnovers as the Bucks or thereabout, and they the second chance points. They just got. Killed. You cannot give the uh, the Bucks that kind of opportunity. I mean, that, 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 I know that Ru- that Rudy would make a difference in that regard. But block out. If you block out, you win that game. If you're not sloppy with the ball, you win that game. The Jazz shot terrifically. I mean, that was that was a, a, their shooting was a thing of beauty. And I don't know what the hell happened there at the end with uh, with uh, Donovan. Was Donovan okay last night? Was he sick? Uh, I don't think so. And I don't understand why people have a, a big problem with what happened at the end. Brooke, Brooke Lopez made a really good play. You take Donovan at the rim? Come on. Well, he wasn't good. exactly at the rim. Yeah, he was pretty close. Uh, that, Donovan that, makes that shot a lot. The, the degree of difficulty on that shot was pretty was pretty severe. Uh, I would have gone to Bogdanovich myself. I know I saw a lot of uh, a lot of that second guessing on Twitter last night, and you know what? Donovan's going to be in that position a lot. But and, Donovan's, and nowhere, leave Donovan's nowhere. Donovan's Last night in particular was nowhere near as efficient as Bogdanovich. He can't be thinking that way, and you've got to rely on his judgment. And he's learning in these situations, each and every one that he's in. And you know what? If Donovan thinks he's got a shot at the rim, I'm taking that. And Brooke Lopez made a really good play, just barely got a fingertip on it, and uh, the Jazz lose a difficult one in Milwaukee, where, by the way, might I add, they were missing Rudy Gobert. Yeah, but the yeah. fact that they yeah, kept Giannis under seventy is a Middleton. miracle. But but Middleton's a different thing. What you're what you're complaining He's still a about? Player. Agreed. No, I I don't. I'm not trying to diminish him. But you're you're talking about the second chance opportunities, and you're you're certainly not wrong. I mean, uh, offensive rebounds. It was crazy. What in fact? What was the uh, the total number? Let me bring it up here from Milwaukee. Uh, 15 offensive boards. Yeah, you're totally right. But that's because Rudy is not in the game. And and you can still listen, block and out. Ed you can da- still and keep Ed track Davis of the man that you're supposed to block out. Ed Davis is not is out. Their second best rebounder. That leaves Bogdanovich. <laughs> Jeff Green, who's a three, who's playing five. Tony Bradley, who rebounded his poor heart out, got in foul trouble in the second half. Who exactly are you talking about blocking out here? Because they are at a a serious disadvantage on the boards. So for you to complain about it and ignore the fact that Rudy was not playing is ludicrous. I learned to block out in junior high school, didn't you? 
So let me get this straight. Gordon, you think you would be confident in yourself to block out the Greek freak? I've got nothing to do with this. These are NBA players that are on the floor that should know how to block out. Giannis? Put yourself between the ball and your man. Block out, and he's going to foul you. He's going to go over, over over top of you. I got it, but that was that was going to be a game twenty eight to two. Come on, on second chance points, Gordon. That was all- and then you lose by four. That was always going to be a game about th- – this was a true test of the Jazz offense because that was always going to be a game where the Jazz weren't going to stop the Bucks, but could they score enough to keep up? And they had a chance to win the game at the end. That's I, – I get it. Moral victories, I, I – I got, I got you. They didn't. This is they didn't get a win. Now. But everybody gets a uh, a uh, what do you call those things? But to com- uh, honor pop. Well, to complain a, a, about offense giving up offensive rebounds, it's like, well, yeah, duh. Twenty eight to two in a game you lose by four, and you're, you're going to sit there and go, oh yeah, but the Jazz didn't have Rudy. When you heard that twenty eight to two, when you heard that Rudy was not going to play, what was your expectation for that game going into it? Not twenty eight to two. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the outcome. Because you and I both thought the Jazz were losing by ten plus last night when we saw that news, and they absolutely should have. I'm talking about the fundamentals of basketball here. Block out. I know your big guy's not there. I get that. Life is tough sometimes. Well, play tough. Play fundamentally sound basketball. Block out. Don't let them outscore you by 26 points on second chance points. I just feel. And don't fumble the ball away left and right. I mean,. Again, the, the fact that the game was close makes these mistakes more egregious. And and I like this Jazz team. You know, I've been I'm on the record with that. But sometimes some of the things I see happen with them because the same thing happened when Rudy was playing with the Jazz when he was healthy. That's why this isn't the game to nitpick. Look, look if it, if you want to, I've seen it before. If you want to nitpick the Kings' loss. Because they didn't block out on that one particular rebound, I got it. And plus, you should be mopping the floor with the Kings. Uh, okay, so 20, you can you can go ahead to two. You can go ahead and nitpick that game. This this game eight to two. That's not nitpicking. That's a good way to get beat by anybody. Well, not no, just the Bucks. No kidding. And we all anticipated they were going to lose to the Bucks last night, so that was going to happen somehow. But to come in and just pick it apart on a game where they could have won, they I'm, had I'm picking, the ball. I'm picking two things apart, and the fact that they could have won ex- exacerbates the problem mm. even more. You're going to excuse the twenty-eight to two. You're going to tell me that you're surprised that the Jazz got crunched on the boards in a game where neither Rudy nor Ed Davis played. 28-2. to two. And you're surprised by that. Yes. How? Well, How? It shouldn't happen. How was that? It, it should not yes, happen. Yes, it should when you no. don't have anybody Come who can rebound the ball who's available for B- the game. Block out! Oh, Gordon. Don't, I mean, if you block out, your man has to foul you to get the rebound. Or, in Giannis's case, simply just leap over you. <laughs> Who did he leap over last night? But th- a lot of stuff would have been He just different. powered his way to the rim and dunked on everybody and made a, a few threes. And he does that. He won an MVP doing that. Let's not pretend like that is... is at, at no, well, they made hey, it easy wait, wait, for Giannis. Wait, well, wait, everybody wait, does. Wait. At no point did I say anything negative about the Greek freak. 
Giannis is a terrific, powerful player. I get that. But the fact that the Jazz got beat the way they did, those are things that you can control at least better than 28-2. to two. I just don't think that this is the example of uh, to really get into it. And people were grumpy about it on Twitter. They kept uh, last night kept bringing up how the Jazz blew leads to the Warriors and the Pelicans, and it's like, what does this have to do with anything? They yeah, nearly that would only matter if it was college football. They nearly beat the Bucks when they were missing Rudy Gobert. Life is tough. It is it's tough. Just play fundamentally sound. That's what I'm saying. Gordon jumps on here. You Play don't say. Fundamentally they gave sound. up some rebounds sitting, without Rudy. You're sitting here you're and kidding. excusing a differential. I'm not of excusing eight to two because Rudy didn't play. I'm not excusing anything. I'm just telling you facts that Rudy, when it comes to rebounding, and by the way, dozens of other things on this team, is critical. Is critical. We knew that they were going to be thin on rebounding regardless, and that's with Rudy and Ed Davis both in the lineup. So you take both those guys away and you're surprised that it was two. a tough night I, on I the mean, board? There's 28 to 2, Jake. 28 to 2. That's uh, uh, Rudy's good, but he's not that big a difference. Yeah, but then when it takes two guys to stop the guy at the rim, and they do stop the guy at the rim and give up an easy offensive rebound and a dunk, that has to do with Rudy, too. Because if Rudy were in the game, it would take one person to stop that layup, and the other person could box out. So, I mean, it, so all it affects the, it. So all the Jazz had to do was commit one less turnover and block out one more time. And they win that game. Okay, if you want to look at it that well, way. Well, I mean, you can look at it that way. They nearly beat the Bucks on a night where Giannis went for 50, <laughs> and Rudy didn't play. Jake, Jake's that guy when you, when you lose, and then you say, yeah, but those are pretty flowers that were growing in the flower pot. You know, I mean, that, this is stuff that you can correct whether Rudy plays or not. And it's stuff that you really need to if not perfect, at least improve. Because what happens if Rudy does get hurt for beyond a, a sprained ankle or we something? We knew that was going to be a risk with this team. You can't replace a Rudy with a Rudy. Every NBA team fears I, I, that with I, their I best players. That. I'm talking about don't make it 28-2, to two, make it 28-6. to six. <laughs> You're just nip, really nitpicky, really into it. Well, I it just I noticed they shot the ball well. I said that already, and that was that uh, was uh, pleasant to see. Mike Conley is still struggling, struggling for, at least his shooting is uh, as far as his efficiency see, that, goes. That's where but, your, your logic is like. Well, what if they made two more threes? You yeah, know, what they, if instead of twenty one, but they what already, if they, had they already shot better than fifty percent. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not. It's hard to expect anything more than that. I, I just don't think that it's it's what difficult to, to expect more than absolutely getting slaughtered on your defensive rebounding. They only went to the line twelve times. What if they went to the line five more times? I mean, I, well, okay, you can you can. I'm not saying this is the only thing that could use improvement. If they only got they they only had four steals. If they got three more steals, they win. Yeah, but that's that's not as egregious as what I'm talking about. Mm. All right, want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park ride and save Diamond Airport Parking. We'll get to a little college football coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Slow mo.
Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. Joe, before we let you go, it is a car trunk. It is not called a boot, okay? It's a boot. You guys have got, like, funky-ass names for everything, so... Funky-ass names for everything. That could be a song. Is that too explicit for 9.20 radio in Salt Lake? No, not on a Friday after Thanksgiving. We're good. Is it a holiday today, too? People work today, or...? It's a school holiday. A lot of businesses are open. We call this day kind of a funky-ass holiday. <laughs> it's a great name for a holiday. <laughs> it's a fan. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. She'd take Colorado if he'd take her with her Closes the door before the winter lets the cold in Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a total request Tuesday. Austin's theme of choice today, songs about weather. If you have a request, send it uh, at Austin Horton. Uh, it's brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. This is a beautiful song. It's just making me sad, really. It's wow. a sad this, song. This is beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful. It's about a uh, love lost. Hmm. Happens. He's, uh, they're saying, hey, I'm going to call you tomorrow, and then they never see each other. It's mm. uplifting. Great. This is good. She knows this, he's this seeing other women, too. and he's like, "Hey, I'll call you tomorrow." She's like, "Nah, you're not gonna," and he doesn't. <laughs> Sounds like oh, single man. Austin to me. Sounds like a typical country music song. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, hey, so there seems let's pep it up a little. There seems to be a debate raging. I was saying block out. Uh, we've had a couple of people say, "No, no, it's box out, not block. It's both. It's either." All right, you can use either. Okay, I'm glad we got that cleared up. Well, I just wanted to, to get that. Well, what's the matter with that? <laughs> it's you're, traveling, you're, not walking. You're, you're really going to start pissing me off now. Me? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, can we talk about the college football playoff rankings that are uh, going to come out here sure. shortly? Um, now, we all know you, you want eight teams. We got it. All right. Only because I'm right. Yeah, okay. All right. Where do you think the Utes are going to come out? If I had to guess, I would say fifth. Behind, behind only Georgia. So you think they're going to be in front know. of Alabama? I, I don't know who who it's going to be. It could be sixth. I mean, how am I supposed to read the mind of this committee? You know, I I, I have no idea. Or do I think the Utes are good enough? Or do I I think they belong in a playoff? I would say yes, but at whose expense? I mean, I think the Pac-12 has really sucked this year. But look at Alabama's opponents. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. It, it, it's a flawed system, and it's it's coming into focus here in this place, like you said, because because uh, the Utes are involved in it. This is one of the all-time great Ute teams. 
I understand. They got to beat Colorado, and then they got to beat Oregon. Uh, I would expect them to do both. What, what's the line on Saturday's game? Twenty-eight. Uh, last I looked, it was somewhere around there. It's it's you know, I mean, it's Colorado. It ain't happening. All right. Doesn't he mention Colorado in that song we just heard? Uh, so, uh, but uh, Utah twenty-eight and a half. Yeah, that's a massive. But uh, it, this Ute team is so very good, and it's it's deserving. What I don't like is people running down the Rose Bowl like it's some kind of oh man, that would suck if they ended up in the Rose Bowl. Maybe you talked to people earlier in this season and said, hey, you know the Utes have a real solid shot at going to the Rose Bowl. They would have jumped at that so quick, and now everyone's a victim because they they might have to go to the Rose Bowl. Now, come on. Anyway, uh, so, but do, are the Utes deserving? They're deserving. But as you like to quote from Unforgiven, deserves got nothing to do with it. In Unfortunately. This case, that's true. Um, I don't think, if Utah ends up in the Rose Bowl, I don't, you'll have fans who are disappointed. I'm a little surprised by like the, the outrage of even suggesting that, but uh, I don't know. I'm not going to read the mind of, uh, of fans. They can certainly do what they want. I certainly understand uh, a Ute fan's argument that they're one of the best four teams in the country, and I'll listen to it, but you can't entirely dismiss the other teams competing for that's, the same that's slot. That's exactly right, and that's the problem with the system. That's the problem with how – I mean, you could make arguments for any of these teams. Yeah, but, I mean, you can make arguments against any of these teams too, and that's why you could say four might actually be too big. <laughs> like there are only Come three on. really deserving teams. Why not take a conference champion? But that that has nothing to why, do. Why why not do that? I because listen. there are all kinds of intangibles that are connected with winning a conference. You got you know a team may not be that good, but there are these rivalries that exist. There's this familiarity that exists that makes it more difficult than what it might seem at times. And that goes not just for the Pac-12, but it goes for uh, all the conferences. But. And I agree with you, by the way. I mean, if you're going to do this playoff thing, you might as well do it where you can include the conference champions. I don't necessarily disagree. But I think eight is uh, enough. I don't think it needs to go to 16 like the FCS does. But are, are there really eight teams worthy of a shot at the title? But that's but that's really beside the point because that's not the world that we're living in right now. No, we're living in the beauty pageant world where there's one slot – and there's really four four teams going for it, right? Georgia, Alabama, Utah, and Oklahoma. Is there anybody else we want to include in that? That's probably not fair to Minnesota or or Baylor, I guess. But maybe they're kind of dark horse chances of uh, of getting that spot. But why? But, why are they? What? What? what how, why? But how because does someone become a favorite, and how does someone become a dark? horse? Because every resume is not created equal. To steal a Tony Parksism. Yeah, but uh, uh, you you wait and see. I think there's a real good chance Alabama gets in. I I completely agree, and that's because the committee's I guess charge is to get what their opinion is the four best teams, not necessarily but the how, four how, most deserving they, teams. How do they know that? I, I you can uh, you can read into that. There's been media members who've gone and experienced a, a committee boot camp kind of thing. They have access to all these different numbers and video and on and on and on and on. But they, you yeah, know. but they're measuring things that do not matter, that should not matter. But they do in this case because there's only one slot and there's teams with one loss. And these teams lost. 
and that's why they're in the situation well, they're in right now. Okay, the, I I I can understand and empathize with Ute fans who are who are going to be upset when the Utes are left out. I I I empathize with that, and I understand their argument, but. You know, going to the Rose Bowl will be a terrific experience and one that will be unforgettable for those players. It's just that the system is broken and there's no way to fix it uh, to honor or to reward this particular great Ute team. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate, but it is. And I think they're going to be left out. If you had to bet, which way would you go? Right now, I, I think I would bet against it just because I think there are still two to three dominoes that need to fall for Utah really to be in firm place there in, in that four spot. Okay, so let's say the Utes go out and beat Colorado by 28. And then let's say they go up against Oregon and that defense kicks in and the Ducks struggle and uh, the Utes do what they've been doing to other opponents and beat them by, let's say they beat them by 17 points, mm-hmm. uh, they're still not going. Probably, I, don't, I don't think. Probably not, because somebody will argue out there, well, Alabama beat Auburn and Auburn beat Oregon. Right. You know, the, I mean, people will make that argument because they want to put Bama in. That's true. The, uh, the, and, you know, you could certainly make an argument that Bama over the years has earned that. In fact, the last time but they were in this— that gets back to the argument of should what's happened in past years affect what what opportunity is granted in this year. Should has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that's what the committee's charge was. But what's reality? It's broken. Okay, fine. But what's, what's so reality? Why are I mean, we like, all, so why, why are we all stoked about an endeavor that is absolutely broken to, uh, to name its champion? Wouldn't it be— I mean, think about what that would be like for the Utes to be involved in that kind of process and to upset a team that that no one would pick them to to beat. Uh, but they they probably aren't going to get that opportunity. And that uh, oh well, if I'm the Utes, uh, I shrug at that and I go off to the Rose Bowl and have a great time. I think that's what most fans will do. If if that happens, listen. If if Alabama loses to Auburn, that's a game changer, and and Ute fans have to. I mean, the SEC title has to go to LSU. If Georgia beats LSU, the, these discussions are all over yeah. with because LSU is still making it, and at that point, Georgia's getting in regardless, and and deservedly so. I don't know a whole lot of people that could argue too much with that. So the problem, the problem, I, I what I hate about this. One of the things that really bothers me. Is it the very thing that makes the NCAA basketball tournament so thrilling in the early rounds is is mostly eliminated from this process? Because you're not allowing, say, a team like Utah. And if they get in, they get in. That's terrific. But they probably won't even get the chance. And think about the kind of headlines we'd see if the Utes won it all. If they were involved and they went out and they beat Ohio State. And then they beat LSU. I mean, people would be freaking out. And I'm I I I wouldn't I wouldn't because we've watched this Utah team play. We we know what they're capable of doing. But nationally, it would blow minds. I'd like to see it happen. I really would. It'd be it'd be really fun. But I, I well, the Rose know. Bowl is going to be fun too. You just have to take care of their business because they don't beat Colorado, then they they don't even go to the championship game. So, the, and and that's what Wit is hitting on 
over and over again with his team. He doesn't want them wandering off or wavering in their focus at all. Take care of their business in front of them. But we can have all that. We can we can tear this apart and throw it in the air and and talk about it some more. Join Hans and Scotty coming up Friday from noon to three as Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic will be live in studio to discuss an FDA-approved breakthrough and permanent solution for ED with no pills, surgery, or needles. We'll have more big show coming up next. Chris Mannix, top of the four o'clock hour. Mike Conley, top of the five o'clock hour. Bowler in the five o'clock hour as well as it's a busy day right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. People hate the discussion of eyeball test. Ohio State and Utah. Ohio State in the undefeated teams category. Utah in the one-loss teams category. I think you have to watch them to truly appreciate why they're the best of that group. Ohio State's my number one vote. On the other side with Utah, one-loss team. If you don't watch Utah, you don't appreciate just how good they are. And that's actually one of my fears about the chances of Utah getting into the playoff. The TV situation with the Pac-12 does these teams no favors. That's why I say Utah has to win these games 72-0 to so that people actually start saying, well, maybe I need to be watching that team yeah. closer. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Well, I love the rain I love the rain I love to hear the thunder Watch the lightning when it lights up the sky You know it makes me feel good Well, I love the rain It's such a beautiful sight I love to feel the rain on my face Taste the rain on my lips Little Eddie Rabbit goes out to Steve on a Total Request Tuesday. Weather theme today, your favorite weather songs, at Austin Horton, at Jake Scott's own, at Gordon Monson. Gordon, uh, Rocky Long, of course, BYU, season finale against San Diego State. Should be a good game. Uh, Rocky had this to say, and and I bring this up because I always wondered about the old grudges. You remember when BYU first left the Mountain West Conference and everybody they vowing never to play them again, and there there certainly was some bad blood. Well, uh, was Rocky gone by then? Let me let's see. What do you mean by gone? When did he leave? Well, he had left New Mexico by then, but he I think he was on San Diego State staff, right? Oh, was he? Okay, because he was uh, a defensive coordinator under. Brady, uh, Ho, who was the guy who left Hoke? from Michigan? Brady Hoke? Yeah. So, and then Rocky took over as head coach after Brady left from Michigan. So well, he's a heck of a coach. So what do he say? So he says this. He says, I don't mind playing BYU. I wish they weren't on the schedule. I think that them leaving the league was the wrong thing to do. And they went independent. And the only way they develop a schedule is the Mountain West Conference scheduling them. <laughs> Bitter to the end. Hmm. Uh, it is true, though. I mean, what he's saying is is true. I mean, the, thanks to Mountain West Conference scheduling BYU, they make it much easier for BYU to operate as an independent. Absolutely. Now, I all of that said, I wonder who will have more fans at that game. Right, and and thus the reason why all these Mountain West teams are scheduling BYU. It's because they want they want the gate. I mean, he could ask his own athletic director, say, why are we playing this game? Oh, well, because we're trying to sell some tickets. Rocky, good luck. 
I uh, covered a Utah, I think it was BYU-San Diego State game back in the day, and uh, sitting in the stadium, and I'm telling you, I've never seen a stadium that was that empty, that short, before opening kick. Really? Yeah. Uh, Maybe San Diego State has been drawing a little better. Well, they're in Uh, kind of a tailspin right now. They're not playing particularly well. They're still 8-3. You know. True. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So we'll see. And it is BYU, but yeah, you're probably right. There were going to be more Cougar fans there than Aztec fans. Coaches usually don't make decisions on things like that. Now, maybe if you're Nick Saban, you have you're all powerful. Right. You're omnipotent. You right. Can, uh, you can have your way, but uh, I have a feeling that teams around the Mountain West, if if they have an opportunity to have BYU come to their home stadium, they're going to sign up for that. Are there any, and I'm trying to think, are there any universities left from the old Mountain West who has not played BYU since they went Boy, independent? I, Air Force? Have they played Wyoming? I don't think BYU's played Air Force. BYU, uh, let's see, Wyoming. Have they played New Mexico? Colorado State? Colorado State. We'd have to, we'd uh, have to no, look I think it there's up. A, there's a number of teams they haven't played. So that bitterness is still uh, I, I around. But all the all the old WAC teams, they play them all the time, right? That are now Mountain West teams. I mean, obviously Boise State being and Utah State for that matter. Yeah, those two. Are they've played San Jose. Island. They've played Nevada. Yeah. Oh, they've played UNLV. That's an old Mountain West school. Played yeah. Hawaii. All the all the old WAC schools will play them. When did they play UNLV? Uh, wasn't that I two thought, years ago? It was that yeah. Joe because we had Tony Sanchez on the show oh, previewing that's it. Right. Joe that's Critchlow right. beat UNLV, yeah. right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You're right. It was during the the four win season. That was one of the wins. I think somebody had a big game. Was it Squally Canada had a big game in that one? Anyway, so you think that bitterness is still alive and well? That was how long ago? Nine years. Well, ago? I just think I mean BYU would love to schedule Colorado State, right? Well, it's it's better than playing UMass, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, and maybe there's some some bitterness on BYU side. I really don't know, but I honestly think that they would schedule maybe not as many Mountain West teams as possible. But yeah, I mean, there's regional interest there. It's easy for their fans to get to. I mean, yeah, I would I would guess that he'd love to see series with say San Diego State continue, and especially since as always back in the Mountain West days, playing San Diego State got you into Southern California where. You're probably uh, trying to recruit a little bit. There's also a strong LDS population down there, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I see this game as being one of the more interesting games on the entire schedule. I mean, yeah, they had the biggies up front. But, but now, let me ask you this real quick: Do you think Rocky is saying these things because really the Mountain West should be leveraging their, you know, their leverage, so to speak, uh, to push BYU back into the league? Uh, boy, I'll tell you, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall for that particular meeting because I think this bitterness of which you speak still exists with some administrators, and I would love to hear that conversation because there are some that would absolutely want them back, and most of the re- reasons financial. Uh, but there are some, like Rocky, that, that might feel that way and, and may continue to feel that way. It may always feel that way, forever yeah. and ever. Chris Mannix joins the show coming up next. Stay tuned. It is the big show. Uh, Mike Conley will join us top of the 5 o'clock hour. Bowler in the 5 o'clock hour as well, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. It's quarterback at BYU, Zach Wilson. Wanted to get your thoughts on the Kalani Satake extension. Uh, what took so long, and what was the players' reactions after it was all said and done? You know, there's not another person that deserves it more than him, and he's such a great head coach, and even though it's been a little rough, bumpy roads, and it's been tough to figure out what this team needs, you know, I think he's figured it out now, and so um, I'm not sure what took him so long, but it was great that they finally made the extension happen, and, you know, he's a great coach, and the players were just all so pumped for him. I know people are starting to pass around extend Kalani shirts, and, you know, I'm so pumped that he's still here, and so my little brother gets to have him for the next four years, and he'll be here as well, and so, you know, the players are just pumped that we could have someone like this back. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.